1: This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the
2: NY Fanatic. Alright, let's see what's going on. Starting the stream up. Salute to Knicks Nation. On this Saturday, lunch hour, CP from Knicks Fan TV checking in. Hope everybody's enjoying their Thanksgiving weekend over here in the U.S. Uh, if not, hope you're just enjoying yourself, period. Wherever you guys are watching around the world, this is number one show for the fans. By the fans, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Coming in to catch up on some news that transpired over the weekend, uh, starting with Michael Kidd Gilchrist. The Knicks have come to terms with Michael Kid Gilchrist on an Exhibit 10 contract. An Exhibit 10 contract means that he will receive a training camp invite. And if he doesn't make the team, he could be eligible to play in the G League with a $50,000 bonus, or he could uh, make the team. Now, Kid Gilchrist is a Kentucky guy, is a former CAA guy, former client of Leon Rose, uh, draft bust. Let's just be real. But um, he's going to come in here f- and, and add some defensive depth at the wing. I, th- I think it's something that we need. And I think he could make the team. You know, don't be surprised. Can't shoot for a lick. And, and he's going to turn us into the New York Bricks. That's for damn sure. But I think from a defensive standpoint, add some depth at the end of the bench. I don't think it kills you. He could be a bit versatile, give you some minutes at the four on the defensive side, give you some minutes at the three on the defensive side. You look at the division and who you're playing with the Nets, Philly, Boston, Raptors, uh, all with monsters at the wing. I think he can help from a defensive standpoint if he makes the team. And I think he does have a solid shot at making the team. So take that for what you will. Now, where does that leave the Knicks from a roster standpoint? Well, it leaves them with... 16 under contract, under guaranteed contract. Hopefully this doesn't make it too too uh, small here. So right now we have 16 players under guaranteed money. You're only allowed to bring in 15 at the start of the season. You're allowed to carry up to 20 in training camp. Training camp starts Tuesday for the Knicks. Preseason will start on December 11th, Knicks in Detroit, December 11th and the 13th. And then they'll be home against the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, on December 16th and the 18th. So four preseason games for the Knicks. Now, they're allowed to carry 20 going into this training camp. So you have your two two-ways, Jared Harper, Theo Pinson. Harper just signed his two-way on Thursday. You have the two exhibit 10 contracts and Miles Powell and Michael K. Gilchrist. That's four. And then you have your 16-man roster, which includes the newly acquired Jacob Evans and Murray Spellman in the Ed Davis trade, and includes Alfred Payton, who just signed Austin Rivers, who just signed New Duel, who just signed Alec Burks, who just signed. So they're going to have to make at least one spot to get to 15, and if they want to make room for Kid Gilchrist, they're going to have to create two spots. So on the fringe, you're gonna be looking at Kid Gilchrist. I mean, you're gonna be looking at Spellman, Evans, maybe even Iggy. Who knows? Um, to 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 battle for you know one or two spots. To battle for one or two spots. So that's basically how the Ross is looking. You gotta expect the trade is coming at some point. What trade will that be? I don't know. You know, some of you guys looking for that Randall trade. I'm not sure if it's gonna be there, but I think more likely is that they'll make a move on either Evans or Spellman, maybe Iggy. Yeah, you don't know. You know, I'm not not uh, not here to uh, hurt the Iggy tribe here, but you never know. You never know what Tibbs is going for. We need defense at the defensive depth at the wing. They're gonna get crushed if they don't have it. And so I don't know if it's gonna be the Julius trade on the way, but. They got to clear at least one spot to um, get cleared for 15 men on the roster. So, that's, that's just where that is. You know, again, not, not nothing to get high over on, on MKG draft bust, but can still serve a role. And you don't know what this coach is going to value on that bench in terms of his vets. We don't know. So, I'm just saying... Uh, I think between Spellman, Evans, and maybe even Iggy, if they want to get Kid Gilchrist on this team, I think those three guys will be battling for two of the final three spots going into training camp. Does the Randall trade come? (laughs) We'll see. We'll we'll see, man. You know, with with everything, with the way this roster is looking right now, it's certainly necessary, but we just don't know. We, we just don't know at this point. So that's the, where things stand on that. As I said, training camp starts on Tuesday. And then preseason right around the corner. Preseason right around the corner. December 11th, Knicks in Detroit in the D for two games, 16th and the 18th. They'll see uh their guy Killian Hayes. And then they'll be coming home for two against the Cleveland Cavaliers on the 16th and the 18th. Where they will see Isaac Okoro. So let's see what happens. Salute so to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to Cameron Nessy checking in from Germany. Salute to Germany, man. Wherever you guys are checking in from, we're creeping up, climbing up to 700 in the chat on this early check-in. If you guys want to talk, man, call me up six five seven three eight three one five zero nine. Let's talk about it. We'll keep it short. Tomorrow night. I got uh, JL is coming through, and uh, we're gonna start talking lineups. You know, we got training camp coming up. What will be your uh, ideal and your uh, prediction? Your lineup prediction, your ideal lineup, and your lineup prediction. What are you guys thinking? What are you guys thinking, man? A lot of questions uh, going into this training camp, man. Short training camp, and and we'll just see how these guys handle it. We'll definitely see how these guys handle it. This show definitely brought to you by com. Hit your thumbs up for your boys, com. Kid Gilchrist comes to the Knicks on a one-year uh, Exhibit 10 contract. You figured that was coming. As I said, the uh, preseason schedule has been announced, and that's taken care of. A couple technicalities on the Austin Rivers trade. Austin Rivers, who the Knicks acquired last week, from the Houston Rockets. It was first announced that the trade was going to be a. Um, just a, uh, Not the trade, but it was first acknowledged that the, it was just going to be an acquisition, just a signing. But this has now turned into a signing trade for the Knicks, where the Knicks will acquire Austin Rivers and also uh, the draft rights to three players Sergio Lull from Real Madrid, Tadija. Drogicevic, and Axel Herve And Axel Herve. So of these three guys, um, Lull is really the guy that, uh, you know, is really worth speaking on. But, um, my highlights kind of messed up. But he, he's not expected to come over anyway. None of these guys are expected to come over anytime soon. These guys are all over 30. Lull has already said that he wants to retire with Real Madrid. So this was just kind of draft filler, so to speak. Um, and basically it was used to create a trade traded player exception for the Rockets. Knicks kind of did the Rockets a favor on this in that there were some, um, some technical issues with the Rockets from a salary cap standpoint where they're trying to acquire more talent, but they are uh, having some salary cap issues with their mid-level exemption and so on. So essentially, with this Austin Rivers trade, it allowed the Rockets to gain a $2 million traded player exception that they could use um, if they want to add that money to some more of their cap to add another free agent this offseason. And that expires in a year. So just some, you know, some technicals there with the trade. Knicks kind of did the Rockets a favor. Maybe that comes back to help them down the road. Knicks get some draft filler that they may be able to use in trades down the road. Again, small you know, ticky tack moves for the Knicks that they're trying to use to help further their goals in the future. Now, one of the guys the Knicks gave up in this deal was uh, Asoff Sanon. He was a point guard that the Knicks had acquired in the Marcus Morris trade with the Clippers. So his rights were acquired in that trade with the Clippers and the number one pick that went to the Knicks. they're They're sending his draft rights to the Rockets. Now, is there a Westbrook trade on the way? I don't think so. I, I think they're going to continue to make these um, kind of in the margins moves this season. Uh, gain some roster flexibility. Gain, keep their cap flexibility. Rivers could be a a, a, a trade candidate. You know, Burks could be a trade candidate down the road. Bullock could be in deals down the road. We'll see what happens. But I think they're going to continue to keep this thing nimble. And, uh, and operate in in that regard. So I, d- I don't see a Westbrook trade coming at all. Let's hear from, uh, Joe, Joe from Yonkers. What's going on, bro? What's happening, TP? How
3: you doing? Go, yo, yo, Joe, do me a favor.
2: Just, just take it off the speakerphone. If I'm on speakerphone, just take it off. All
3: right. Can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, loud and clear, bro. Go ahead. with your point?
4: Yeah. Um, no, I was just saying this, it's very convenient how you have all the guys are signed except Elfer Payton. He hasn't signed yet. So, to me, I'm thinking is, do they have a move ready for a point guard? And if it doesn't go through, then Payton will sign. Like, Payton's more there for a backup. Good. Um, so, I'm just trying to think. Is it a Westbrook move or a mellow ball? Is it somebody? Because everybody, all the other guys, free agents signed except Payton.
2: Yeah, so not me. And
4: then you think you set up Randall, You still have pieces that you have to move. to the rock make those fifteen-man roster. So yeah, the way I'm looking at it is, they have a point. They might have a point guard lined up because I really don't see Pipiloto going in with the point guards we have. I I think he wants to try and win now.
2: Okay, good good points, man. And you could be right. You know, the the Payton deal has not been made official yet. Again, when it gets to these technicalities with the cap, um, basically they did agree to a one-year $5 million deal, but it hasn't been made official yet. And the Knicks also use, I believe, a traded player exception um, to sign him as well. So we'll see. Uh, You know, Joe could be right. They could have uh, some other options lined up that they're trying to explore before they make it official with Payton. So let's see. My prediction, I think he'll be the starting point guard uh, going into opening day. And and we're going to get into more lineups tomorrow night as part of our training camp preview. But I think uh, just going into the shortened season, I think Peyton being the vet, already establishing chemistry, uh, you know, whether you want to call it good or bad chemistry, already having that uh, playing experience with RJ and with Randall, who I believe if he's not traded, who will also start. Sorry for the OB fans, it's just my prediction. We'll get into more lineups tomorrow. I think Peyton will be uh, the starting point guard for the Knicks come open tonight. If he if they make it official. And we'll see where it goes from there. You know, we'll definitely see where it goes from there. Keith Sinclair says, we got 950 in the chat. Let's go. Let's go. You know, these these numbers, I expected these numbers in the evening time. But uh, we're doing well, man. Doing very well. So, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys once again. How we feeling? How are we feeling about these moves? I'd like to hear from the fan base. How are you feeling about these these margin moves? You know, ticky-tack moves. Doesn't look great from a roster standpoint. But at the same time, these guys are building for the future, man. These guys are building for the future. And I think, again, we constantly talk about having options, having options to build with. And I think that's what they're doing. You know, they're keeping it lean. At the same time, trying to bring in guys that uh, that can fit a little bit better with what they have here, and and we'll see uh, how they do. Shortened season, shortened time frame, things are going to get hectic, and that that's just why I see Peyton as as a starter. Somebody said in the chat, "No way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on that. I wouldn't count on that." Let's just keep it real. He's the most reliable piece that you have at the point right now, for better or for worse. I think the idea that we're going to expect uh, Frank or Dennis Smith Jr. to take you know leaps without having played organized basketball in months and all of a sudden just have it together, I, I think it's a stretch, to be honest. And again, you guys know my feeling on Peyton. I just think of what of what's on the roster right now. He's your most reliable option to me. I would just give it let let DSJ go and and, uh, and let it roll. I want to see DSJ and OB starting. I want to see DSJ, OB, Mitch, Gotham, Lobs, and just let it roll. But we know the issues with DSJ is decision-making is not good. His conditioning, what kind of shape is he going to be in? What kind of defense is he going to be playing? You know, the one thing about DSJ, it just seems like you need to give him more minutes for him to get into a rhythm and actually play well. But this is what we're dealing with right now. This is what we're dealing with. So I, I think Peyton will be the de facto starter going into it. And and we'll we'll see where these guys go. Tibbs are gonna Tibbs is gonna lean on these vets, man. It's not gonna it's just gonna be a kid show going into this thing. So let's just be real. Tucson from Pennsylvania, what's going on, bro? Oh,
4: what's going on, man? It's been a while. I hope everybody had a good holiday and all that.
2: Absolutely, oh, man. How's everything going?
4: Real. It's good. It's good. Um, now I just wanna make a quick point. I know you mentioned this a little bit, but it seems like we gotta kinda of remind ourselves every stream, man, we gotta be patient, especially like with these off season signings. I know a lot of the guys that fit our situation that we wanted to come through, like Augustine and those kind of guys, they have free will. They're like we couldn't force them to come here. We can't be upset at the medicine. They wanted to play on playoff teams, a lot of these guys. So I feel like our management is doing the best they can with the cards and dealt. So uh, I just feel like we got to keep being patient and stop attacking management. I'm not saying you're doing this, but, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Nick's Twitter and, you know, all that extra stuff. But And also, I just want to encourage everybody. It's been a while since we've seen Knicks basketball. I know on YouTube, NBA, Put up the one Easter game in 2012 with Knicks versus Bulls. That was a good game. If you look at that game, you can see glimpses of like what we hope we can get from Mitchell, uh, like Tyson Chandler, some of the stuff he was doing, and the way Iman Shumpert was locking up Rose. If we could get some play like that from RJ, man, that would be that would be a good look. Yeah. But uh, just wanted to call in real quick and.
2: Make my points. So I appreciate, appreciate it. Him. Appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. I mean, listen. I, I want RJ to be better than Iman Shumpert, you know. And and yeah, if, if Mitch can fill that Tyson role for sure, all power to him. But I, I want RJ to be better than Shump. Shump uh, was okay. I, I think he, uh, he he never really lived up to the hype. But anyway, I think again, yeah, you're right. It's expectations, right? They were only gonna try to build this thing, but for but to a certain extent. Now, now we do hear that. With the Hayward deal, they were willing to go four years on Hayward. And I'm just like, whoa. But I'm sure they weren't trying to go to that 120 mark, which is where MJ ended up winning. But f- reports are saying that they were, they were willing to go the four years to get Gordon Hayward here. So, but I still think, again, they have their eyes towards the draft. They have their eyes towards free agency next year. And they're trying to build this thing very, very lean And I think that's the right way to go. Malik Beasley. Remember, I told you guys Malik Beasley last week, the Knicks were hot after Beasley. I told you guys that. And it was reported yesterday from John Krasinski, who reports, who covers the Timberwolves for the Athletic. He confirmed that the Knicks were hot after Beasley. And this is why the Timberwolves decided to lock him up to that deal right away. According to John, he says the Knicks' first priority for the wing was to get Gordon Hayward and that they told Beasley if they missed out, they were coming after him. This is is basically what I had heard. After Minnesota got word of the Knicks' interest in Beasley, they were aggressive in making sure they retained him. The Timberwolves were worried that the Knicks would be able to include terms in an offer sheet for Beasley that would be difficult for them to match. Then he also goes on to say that uh, sources told him that Beasley was... uh, Basically, you're rewarding the Timberwolves for kind of sticking by him through these legal issues. So looks like he wanted to stick around there as well. But from what I was told, the Knicks are trying to get a signing trade popping from Malik Beasley if the Hayward thing um, didn't go through. I don't know if they were waiting on Hayward as a first priority. But, you know, again, they they were definitely in on Beasley as well. And I thought that would have been a good move. I thought that would have been a good move. So that is that on Malik Beasley. Unfortunately, the Knicks missed out. Esau from Buffalo. Esau, what's going on, man?
3: How you doing, CP?
2: Yeah, what's going on, bro? Just just turn down your um your volume on your TV or whatever you're watching. I did.
3: I did. Hey, what's
2: going on, man? How you feeling today? Good, man. How, how you doing? I'm good, man.
3: Listen. I saw a report on ESPN um, that says the Knicks were going to win like 20-some games. And this Vegas thing is always dogging them. I am so sick and tired of the disrespect. Now, I know you got to earn respect by winning. But with an established coach, a nice staff, they're making more moves to me than I've seen in the last 20 years, maybe. And we still can't get no respect. I love the moves they have made. Like you had said a little earlier, they're ticky-tacking, you know, putting little pieces here and there. They struck out on a couple of cats. No big deal. I'm predicting the Knicks, Don't laugh now, I'm predicting the Knicks going to win 43 games this season. <laughs> 43 games yeah i said it 43 games <laughs> 43 games what do you think about that CC? i already
2: know what you're gonna say i think oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> you, you're bugging you my guy esau you my guy so to everybody up there in buffalo man it must be snowing early or something because uh 43 games fam we gotta pump the brakes this team is not making the playoffs bro And I don't think they win in 42 games. They won 17 games two years ago. They won 21 games this year. I mean, again, I'm giving 30. Last year, 30 was my bar. They couldn't even get there. Now, it was a shortened season. People think that, you know, if Miller was in place a little bit earlier, maybe they finish the season off, maybe they get to it. I'm going... I think 30 is even a lot. I'm going twenty-six. Vegas thinks 22 and a half. I'll go 26. 43, you Esau, you're bugging. It's not happening. I'm going 26. And that, I think, is a stretch. Somebody in chat said no more than 25. Even, (laughs) yeah, 72-game season. Hey, listen, buckle up, man. Buckle up. It's going to be a long season, folks. It is going to be a long season. Um. Yeah, forty three. No way, man. No way. Where do you guys think the the, the scoring is going to come from? If if they bench Randall or trade him, where do you think the scoring is going to come from? You put you put a lot on Obie's in his rookie year. Where's the scoring going to come from? You know, we got to pump the brakes, man. Let's let's let's. Put the training wheels on the track first before we, you know, try to take off. This is a shortened season. Training camp starts Tuesday. Preseason the 11th. We are right here. Season on the 22nd. And off they go. You have a new roster once again. New pieces. A lot of moving pieces. Pieces that may not be here. You have guys in in Rivers and Burks who are going to get integrated into these lineups. And they're going to play. You have new, you have a new rookie in Obi. 43. Nah. <laughs> That's a playoff team, man. There's no way. I wish. I would hope so. It, it would make our post-game shows a lot more interesting. But these guys are going to be on an uphill climb. The guys that came out of the bubble are going to have the chemistry, going to have the experience. Those guys will be good. Good to go. Even the ones that didn't make the playoffs, they're still fresh. He might even chat says scoring by committee. You're still going to struggle to score. You're still going to struggle to score. And to me, and again, we'll talk we'll talk about this tomorrow when we talk lineups. I, again, I see if Randall's still here, I see him starting. I see Alfred starting, and Tibbs is going to play to his strengths. You heard him say it. You heard guys who appeared on this channel say Tibbs is going to play to his strengths. They're not a three point shooting team just yet. Their strengths is going to be inside. It's going to be Randall getting high efficiency buckets. It's going to be RJ driving to the paint. It's going to be Obi. Gotham Lobs to Mitch to Obi attacking the rim. They're going to be attacking the rim. That's their strength. Their strength is going to be in the front court. Strength is going to be in the front court, So let's see what happens. It's going to be a rough year, man. Just, just buckle up for it. But Esau, you're still my guy, bro. Uh, Chris from D.C., what's going on? Hey, what's
3: going on, CP? It's been a minute since I caught one a live show, so I got to, of course, say salute. Appreciate you doing your thing, as always.
2: Pre- appreciate it, Chris. Hope you're having a good weekend, man. What's going on?
3: You know, we're
5: here trying. But, you know, I had a,
2: I have some concerns, and you kind of hit the nail on the head.
5: And it's kind of what are we really going to be able to do because of Tibbs' temperament and he wants to win now? How does that affect the development of the youth? Because I am kind of concerned that we are bringing back Peyton and we are bringing back Randall, and we kind of seeing how far of that kind of lineup can take us. Why don't we just turn the keys over to the youth and, of course, Tibbs is a win-now guy. He wants veterans out there. And I like the veteran signings because they are guys that play tough. They are some guys with experience winning. So that's going to have an effect on the locker room. But I'm not expecting us to win a lot of games. And I guess, or should we just be concerned with how we lose? <laughs> More
1: yeah. so than if we
2: lose. yeah. Yeah, and appreciate the call, Chris. I mean, one of the things that, um, again, Tibbs talked about it when he he was asked about Frank and DSJ, about their playing time. He wants team development as well, which means he's going to put the guys out there that give them the best chance to win. It's not just going to be about throwing five young guys out there and seeing how they handle things. That's why I believe Peyton is going to be a starter. That's why I believe uh, Julius is still going to be a starter. That's why I believe MKG still has a chance to make this team because in his case, you need guys out there that's going to be able to execute for Tibbs on the defensive side of things. Whether it's just in practice, whether it's just being a practice guy or a guy that's going to actually get out there in a game and be asked to check a Ben Simmons or a KD or, or a, a Siakam in crunch time or something like that just as a just as a specialty guy. Because you're going to need guys that's going to be able to go out there and execute. And get the rotations down and show the young guys how to do that in practice as well. So, yeah, I think Tibbs is going to lean on, you know, Bullock might might get some time as well. Obviously, Burks and and Rivers are going to get some time. So if you're DSJ, if you're Frank, if you're Kevin Knox, you know, Tibbs ain't waiting on these guys. These guys are going to have to step up. Kevin Knox's case, he's going to have to step up on the defensive side of things. Be able to knock down that three on, on, on catch and shoots. DSJ, he's going to have to prove to Tibbs. He's a Tibbs guy. He's a Tibbs athlete. A poor man's D-Rose, if you will. But his decision making is just not all that there. His his, his durability hasn't been there. He's got to be better at knocking down shots as well. Better overall as a playmaker. But as an athlete, as a guy that can, can get into the paint... And collapse defense, DSHA's the best on the team. At the guard spot. But he's he's got to put it all together. So that's why I think Peyton gets denied. And and like I said earlier, I think Tibbs is gonna go with some some of the vets. You know, and again, dealing with this roster doesn't mean that they're gonna win a ton of games. He I think they're gonna feel like this is the way to help these guys develop, to help RJ, to help Mitch, to help Obi. Now they gotta help Obi by trading Randall, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if you start the season with Randall starting and Obi on the bench. I wouldn't be surprised. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna want to trade Randall, you're gonna have to play him. So again, this is not a perfect roster. This is not a perfect situation. This is not a team with playoff aspirations. This is a team just trying to put one foot in front of the other, whether it's from an organization standpoint or from a roster standpoint. Let's we'll see we'll see where it goes. Appreciate the call, Chris. Eric from Connecticut. What's going on, Eric? What's going on, Eric? Hey, how's it going, man? Good, man. How's your weekend going, bro?
4: Yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about the whole Julius Randle thing. Everybody, I see, you know, Nick's Twitter. I even heard you mention it a few times talking about if we trade Randle. Uh, honestly, I don't see it really happening with the whole CAA, Kentucky thing, you know. So far, it kind of seems like they've just been doing favors with their past. You know, connections and stuff like that. I don't really see it happening unless Julius Randle requests a trade. Something like that. What do you think about that? Have a good day. Thanks again.
2: Appreciate it, Eric. Appreciate it. I mean, look. Obviously, they love the kid, right? You know, Kenny Payne at least has the relationship with him. He loves him. That's his guy. But at the same time, business is business. And they went into the draft. Uh, they, they, they got Obi plays the same position as Julius Obi's a future Julius isn't. And so how do they handle that is going to be anybody's guess. They put Randall on the bench. How does he handle it? Uh, from the politics standpoint, they put Obi on the bench. Yeah. He should probably remain humble. It should be all right. But I think if, if there's a trade to be made with Randall, uh, he, he would be traded. And so they just got to go out there and find the package that'll get it done. You know, he's making quite a bit of money as well. So, he, he that might just be a trade deadline move where a team that that needs some front court depth or needs a front court starter gets desperate and goes to get him. But I don't think th- I don't think this is an ideal scenario for them to go out and and uh and and have Obi and, and Julius Randle on the roster. This that's not the scenario that they want. That's definitely not the scenario that they want. So, let's see what goes down. So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How are we looking in the chat right now? 1, 1400. Let's go. Let's get those likes up. Let's get those thumbs up going. If you guys are new in the chat, welcome to the chat. Number one show for the fans by the fans. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag. New and we'll shout you guys out. A couple of things in the housekeeping. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, iHeartRadio, everything. You can find us. No reason to miss this show. We're also having a uh, Black Friday deal on merch. Knicks Fan TV merch at Teespring. So make sure to get your merch as well. We're doing 30% off all merch. So go to teespring.com. Let me find where my store's at. Teespring.com, uh, slash store slash KnicksFanTV. I'll go ahead and put that in the chat right now. Teespring.com slash store slash TV. Get 30% off with promo code Friday all weekend long. Go ahead and do that. Support your boys. Appreciate that. Want a shout out, um... Want to shout out who's new in the chat? Where my hashtag news at? I gotta wait. For, I gotta wait for the chat to catch up, man. The chat is uh, is going crazy. TM, let me know if I need to slow down the chat as well. Let me know if I need to slow down the chat. But salute to everybody on Team Hashtag New. I don't see you guys yet, but it will appear. Let me go back to the phones. Reg from the Bronx, what's going on, Reg.
6: CP, what's going on with you, baby? Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, man, what's going on? How you feeling?
6: Uh, good, good, good. Listen, I was just going to give you a quick call in regards to what's going on with this uh, this lineup. There's a free agency. I'm not going to hold you up too long. I think uh, I think right now, nobody is uh, deserving of a starting spot, to be honest with you. We have no rookie of the years. We have no all-stars. We have no, we have no significant players. We have a bunch of potential. I think what they did pretty much is just bring in as, as, as many bodies as possible. They're going to roll the ball out to the middle of the court. They're going to see who's a dog, who's going to fight for their position, who's going to earn their position. They have an idea of who they want to start, but they want to see if these boys are hungry enough to fight for these spots. They're not going to keep handing over spots because they don't know how to handle it. Knox didn't know, to, didn't know how to handle it. Frank didn't know how to handle it. These boys got to get out there and be dogs and fight and take these spots. Julius Randle, he going Last year when we first got him, we thought he was going to be something. I think Ted, Ted I mean uh, Fisdale messed him up trying to have him run point forward and all that. I think Fisdale messed him up with that. I believe that they're going to give him an opportunity, let him battle with Ob. If Ob beats him out, then I believe that they're going to look to try to move him. But he's right now the, the most talented player on the team, unfortunately. Yeah. So I just wanted to call and say we definitely got to be patient. We got to see what we do have. And we got to let these boys fight for these positions and earn these positions so that they can get out there and they can really form a team. Because right now, we just got a bunch of players. CP, keep doing what you're doing, baby. Keep it going. You, you Appreciate, stay, it. Stay up.
2: Appreciate it, Rach. Yeah, That's so listen, it's going to be another evaluation game. Yeah, Red, Red, speaking facts. They're going to make these guys earn it. They're going to want these guys to earn it. And, uh, and that's just the bottom line, you know, so nobody's going to be given anything whether, whether it's Kev, Frank, DSJ, they're going to have to go out there and earn it. And, and again, the Randall thing, the, the Randall Obi thing is not ideal for them, but Randall is your most productive scorer. He's your most productive scoring option on the team. How does that jive? If you want to trade him, how does that jive? I think he'll start, and I hope they don't go with, you know, OB at the three, Randall at the four, OB at the four, Randall at the five, nah, don't do that, if you want to do that separately, you know, if you want to bring Julius off the bench, small ball five, could try that in certain spots, but the two of them together, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to do that, Ken Thoughts, team hashtag new, a rush 686 hashtag new, MBM, MBM, what's going on, welcome to the channel, Definitely welcome to everybody. Um I showed you guys the store. But some of the you guys that are new, let me let me just show you guys a quick quick tour of the channel, man. Um the shows have been skyrocketing. Uh everything is organized in playlists, man. So the off season central playlist, that's everything from our free agency shows, our draft shows. Uh, Those are still uh, green. You know, you can go on there and learn about some of the prospects and uh, listen to some of the fan reactions from draft night, uh, mock drafts as well. Then you have the draft mega playlist. We have a ton of content on Obi, our draft show as well. So be sure to tune in there. Um, Special guest appearances. The Channing Frye interview has been gaining a ton, a ton of comments. It was a very insightful interview. Funny interview. Channing Frye was definitely... I think he's moving into my top five of interviews on the channel, man. Channing Fibers, great. Some of you older heads, Derek Harper, Jamal Crawford, Xavier McDaniel, um, Brandon Williams. For those of you that want an inside look from a from a former executive, this Brandon In- Williams interview is very insightful, very insightful. Rasheed Wiles, Chris Childs, Charles Oakley, Chuck D, been on the show several times, salute to the Ryan Annual, Kenyon Martin, Raymond Felton. Uh, Charlie Ward, Langston Gallery. we have a ton. So there's a ton of content on here. Everybody, Everything you want to know about Leon Rose's front office, we have a ton of content on each one of these new hires from Johnny Bryant, Kenny Payne, Tom Thibodeau, some of the scouts that they brought in. So all these are organized uh, according to playlists, so make sure you guys uh, check it out. And like I said, KnicksFanTV.com is up and running. Let's go. All right, so that was my commercial. Let me get back to it. Zay from Maryland. Zay, what's going on? What's
3: going on, CP? How you
2: feeling? Good, bro. Right, what's going on today?
5: Good. Sure. Sure. Um, I just want to give my opinion. I think with this, the, the, this this is the first off season where, you know, a lot of the signings that we're doing are coming in with the, you know, mindset that they're instantly starting. Uh, I don't think we've we've – anybody that thinks that oh yeah i can go to the Knicks and start since i've been a a backup player you know on the xyz team i think this is the first time where our young guys on the team that's been here has an opportunity to pretty much you know earn their spots and earn their playing time um properly so i I think you know a lot of the moves uh you know this offseason has been great um I think the uh, – Julius Randle, I think the last few callers have been talking about Julius Randle saying, you know, I, I think they, they have a plan on, you know, a, as of now, he's probably – he's going to be the one getting on the points. So um, I think if they found a way to uh, either work him towards being, like, a great six-man off the bench, you know, that would be, like, the perfect situation uh, if he can come off the bench and light up with with his scoring and have OB start. Um, but if not, you know, just having him there—that's uh, I think that's the reason why they didn't re-sign or, or keep uh, keep Bobby Porter. Because yeah. now we have Obi, Obi off the bench, and at least for the next year or two years, uh, tops. You know, at least Obi can you know kind of work behind Randall, or at least take Randall's spot and not necessarily just giving it to him to just take over. So I think that's a good one. Um, and then also the austin rivers i think austin rivers is a great pickup uh i think also a lot of people aren't really you know paying attention that austin rivers is, is a dog like you know he's very competitive i think yeah. that was his big beef and uh the clippers on the clippers team was that he was super competitive with cp3 um and they were going back and forth mm-hmm. all the time so i think he's going to push the level of competition in practice which yeah. is going to ultimately hopefully we can get a good point guard out of You know, at least, you know, him battling with the other point guards and someone's going to come out pretty much the starter. So, you know, I'm a lot hopeful. I'm saying 30 games this this season.
2: 30. Okay. Um, I'm a lot
5: hopeful that, you know, hopefully, you know, the stuff kind of edges out towards the end of the season. And we kind of have a better idea of all the young guys.
2: Uh, Thanks for the time. Appreciate it, my guy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, in terms of the Randall Obi thing. You know, you gotta look at it like this, too. On a business side, you have Julius Randle who's making starter money. He's at about 18 million dollars a year. How is he gonna feel sitting on the bench when he's going into a potential contract year again next year? You know, so the politics of the whole thing, you expect him to be a pro and you hope that he would handle it as a pro should. But again, money talks, and from a business side of thing, I wouldn't be too happy either if that was the 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 role that they take with him. So it's a lot of things to factor in. Um, but I still think if he's here, I think I think he'll he will start, and it'll be on him to to prove his worth for his future. So hopefully, he plays within the scheme and improves and uh, increases his his on court awareness. You know, makes that extra pass, and and again, everything else with Julius. Listen, the the points, the rebounds are gonna be there. You hope he can step it out a little bit more, and and you hope that he can be a better facilitator. And he showed signs of it. You know, that Bulls game with Portis really stuck out in terms of Julius making those key plays down the stretch to find court Portis for those corner threes that really won the game for them. You know, he, the, the potential is there. He, he's got to put those things together on a consistent basis. So, let's see what happens there. On Rivers, you know, yeah, I agree. Rivers is a dog. Rivers is definitely a dog. I like the pickup. I'd probably rather see him come off the bench. Kind of give us some instant offense. Get out there and cook. Extra facilitator. You know, maybe you have a bench of um, Frank Rivers, Bullock. You know, maybe you go Knox at the small ball five. I mean, small ball four. And maybe Noel. Noel. Something like that. Frank Rivers, Bullock, Frank Rivers, Knox, Obi, Noel. If that's your bench unit, we're gonna talk lineups tomorrow. I got got to write all these uh, combinations down, but um, I, I think I, I would bring I would bring Rivers off the bench. I would definitely bring Rivers off the bench. What do you you guys think in the chat? What would you guys do with Rivers? Would you start him? Would you bench him? Something to think about for tomorrow's show, which will be about lineups. All right, let's go across the pond. Let's go to London. Rafi, what's going on?
4: Yo, what's up? How you doing?
2: What's good, fam? How you doing, man? Cheers.
4: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um... I feel like I might get hated this year but I just want to talk a little bit about Randall as well. Uh, I feel like maybe as Knicks fans after what we saw last year we might be undervaluing him too much because um, he did play poorly I'm not going to lie there was times I was annoyed like just watching him like why am I even staying out watching all that just nonsense but <laughs> there were times in uh, New Orleans where he was playing really good so I was like, my, to be honest like, my question to you really was um, do you feel like the front office are uh, uh, valuing him just right and waiting for the right trade or you feel like the trade market is just not there for him right now. Yeah. And even if we don't trade him, you feel that like under uh, Tibbs and his new um, system, you feel that like he's going to improve his value. Uh, I'll leave I'll just leave you out yeah. that. So Thank you yeah. for taking the call. Yeah, appreciate,
2: appreciate the call, fam. Appreciate the call. Rafi calling in from London on my UK... People out there, man, big up, man. Got a lot of family and cousins out there in the UK. Um, with Randall, you know, listen, this, this wasn't outside of Scott Perry, this new regime. This wasn't their guy. This wasn't their pickup. And so, again, with the drafting of OB, I think, I don't think they're undervaluing him. I think they're telling you how they feel. Because if they felt like he was going to be part of the future, they would have went with Halliburton or, or Devin Vassell. Or somebody, or maybe somebody else. Who knows? Maybe they trade down and go Maxi. But the point is, them taking Obi was everything that you needed to know about how they feel about Julius Randle and his long term prospects with the team. Now, I do see value in his game. Like I said, he's a 20 and 10 guy. But what is the proper fit for him? You know, they didn't exactly give them the best spaced lineups last year. So, again, you know, do you bring him off the bench with that, that same lineup? If, if you start an Obi? Do, do you go Frank, Rivers, you know, Knox, Randall, Noel, or Frank, Rivers, Bullock, Knox at the four, and maybe Randall at a small ball five, depending on your matchup, because then you have a four-out, so to speak, or maybe a five-out situation where you can have Julius go to work in the paint and have your shooters at the top of the key for you. You have, hopefully, Frank can knock it down. You know, Frank was 50% from the corners. Maybe he's there. You have Rivers. You have Bullock. You have Knox, who you hope can improve there as well. Just saying, just using some some combinations. Um, so he can still help. But I think them getting Obi basically told you how they feel about Randall. They got somebody to replace him. So... That's just what it is. You hope that he improves on the tibs. Obviously, if he improves on the tibs, it's for the betterment of the team. But, again, I, I think Julius Randle will be elsewhere next season. Not this season coming, the season after that. So, let, let's see how that works out. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How are you feeling? Let's see how many we got in the chat. Going strong. 1,500? 1,500, let's go, get those likes up, let's get up to 500 likes, we're at 440, let's get up to 500 likes, CP on a Saturday, coming at you live for this lunchtime session, hope everybody's doing alright, hope you guys are, you know, enjoying this time with your family and friends, let's salute some super chats in here, um, Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain, always sends us a super chat from heaven, man, Says so CP, we look worse than last year. It's going to be ugly, man. Get get ready for it. It's it's definitely going to be ugly. But again, you you hope you see some signs, some signs of improvement from a lot of guys, including RJ, including Mitch, including Kevin Knox. You want to see what Obi's got, you know, bringing to the show. Can DSJ finally put two and two together? Who knows? We'll, We'll see how all that transpires. Danny Thomas, he says, trade Randall, DSJ, Evans... For Conley and the 2021 first-round pick. Hey, I would do it easily if that trade is available. We'll see. Is Utah interested? We'll see what happens. Gianni Arm says Julius Randle can dribble and shoot. What's wrong with him at small forward? You're not playing him at small forward. I played with him at small forward in 2K21, and he looks great with Austin Rivers. Listen, man. Hey, listen. You could go in 2K right now and... Play with somebody that has, I don't know, give me the, who's the worst team in the league, the Knicks uh, or another team, and you could be the Lakers, and that person could wash you by 50. I mean, I wouldn't go by 2K as the barometer for real life uh, uh, playing ability. But no, Randall at the three, you're not going to play Randall at the three. Randall is a four. Uh, he's, a, he's a tweener. He's kind, kind of like a tweener on the defensive side of things. Um, let's keep Randall and stop him from taking the ball down the court uh, maybe Tibbs will do that maybe Tibbs will do that salute Michael Parker number one fan of the show he says salute to Knicks Nation salute Michael how you feeling bro be safe out there <clears throat> uh, Knicks fans are rough Julius came here to try to make us better this is the thanks he gets that's from Johnny Gianni Arms Gianni's a, Gianni's a a Julius fan no I don't think so listen I th- again I think Julius you're right Julius has come here he's worked hard can't say he doesn't he doesn't work but it's just a matter of, you know, he, he he came here under that Tim Hardaway Jr. sort of circumstance where he's got to be the number one guy and he's just not that guy. Again, look at how we fit in with the Pelicans when he when he got a chance to play with uh, Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis. You know, they had depth there that can kind of hide him and you can hide his his weaknesses on this team where he has to be the number one guy. All of his weaknesses are out there on front street. Because he's trying to make that play, he's trying to get that W for his team, you know, and and so again, he, he it's just this is just not the situation for him. So uh, are Knicks fans harsh on him? Yeah, maybe, but that's that's just what comes with the territory of playing in New York. That that's just how it goes, you know. It's, it's nothing personal, nothing personal to the kid. At least I'm, from my perspective, seems like a good kid. So got a good head on his shoulders. You, you wish him well. But well, that's not me, you know. Don't blame me. The, the 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 team picked Obi. So, so what do you want me to do? You can't blame Knicks fans for that. Blame the organization. Like I said, they told you where they want to go at the four. So it's not Knicks fans' fault. Maybe, maybe the organization sees what Knicks fans see. So that that's just how I look at it. They told you how they felt about him on draft night. Mangu Man says, I meant the way Shump played that game. Definitely want better for RJ than Shump's career. Oh, that was, okay. That That's who called in. Okay. Also help, uh, hope for the best players get minutes this this year. No promises. Got to earn it. Nick Jr. 79 says, the way the team constructed RJ, Frank, DSJ, Obi, and Mitch will get a lot of playing time together due to all the blowout losses. 20 wins, 52 losses. Taj from Long Island. Taj, go ahead. with your point, man?
5: Yeah. How you doing,
2: CP?" Good, man. How you doing, bro?
5: I'm good. I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, putting me on. Um, Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, just wanted to jump on the chat. I won't keep you guys for long. randall has been in the the league now for about six seasons. And in his six seasons being in the league, he's never made any team better that he's been on.
2: That's a fact.
5: So we definitely need to get rid of him. It will be a start in the right direction. I know you mentioned we don't just want to give him away for anything. Yeah. But... If we don't start Obi, and we start Randall, this is going to be a horrible year for Knicks fans to watch.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, I mean, yeah, it could, could be to right. Us. Could could You could be right, you know, because the fan base is going to be irate if that happens. And once the fan base gets irate, the media is going to pick up on it. You're going to see the Berman articles, the Bondi articles about, you know, not playing Obi in the minutes and this, that, and the third. And then things are going things to are start to get, you know, interesting. Again, we'll just see. This, this is the guy on the team. He's on the roster for right now. I think if there was a, if there was a deal that they like to be made, I think they would have made it already. Um, but clearly, you know, I don't think there may not be anything out there for them right now. So they got to stay and be patient. And if he's here, figure out the best way to use him so that he can help them. Again, you are absolutely right. No team that he's been on have, has that team uh, uh, done better. Channing Frye said it himself. He hasn't played a meaningful game since he got into the league, and he's a 20-10 and 10 guy. Hasn't played a meaningful game since he got here. And he's right. This is, this is from a player in the NBA saying it. So uh, I, I think everyone's on the same page. So he has got to he has to figure out how to make his team better. That was always the number one question. It was the number one question going into this thing when he came last year. If you guys go to my season preview last year, that was my number one question for Randall, and it still stands. But we may not know the answer because, obviously, with Obi here, they're going to move on. All right, let me see um, who else is in the queue. I don't really want to talk about Randall that much anymore. Terrence from Brooklyn. Terrence, what's going on?
1: Yo, what's good, what's good, CP.
2: How you how you feeling,
6: bro?
1: So yeah, i I'm good, man. I mean, outside of the MJK, I just don't know, you know, what we're gonna do with him, but he's a defensive guy. But real quick, I know you say you ain't wanna talk about Randall no more, but I just think <laughs> we're worrying about it too much. Netherlands Noel at the end of the day, if he if we gotta play him less, we not winning anyway. You give Randall off the bench um Portis minutes and Taj minutes. You tell him, look, you're going to be a pro. You're going to get traded. You don't want your reputation to get damaged being a bad locker room guy. And I think he's 26, 27. He's looking for his next contract. He's going to play that role, come off the bench, get his 25, 30 minutes, do what he do. And, you know, as long as he's a good guy in the locker room, he'll be able to go to another team and play. But I think, you know, playing him off the bench is not going to be a big deal. OB is not a good defender, you know, yet. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is going to be in foul trouble. He's going to be minutes for him there. So the real thing is just telling him, look, you don't have to come off the bench. It is what it is. You know, it's up to you what you do with it. Either give yourself a bad reputation by being a, you know, a jerk or you be a professional, do what you do. And we'll try to get you out of here as soon as we can. And we keep it moving, man. My real thing was, you know, I just felt like we should have brought a point guard that I could shoot, you know, But other than that. Like I said, I think the Randall thing is going to be all right, man. We are thinking too hard on it, you know? Other than that, you know, I definitely yeah. think it's going to be a rough season, but it is what it is. Leon yeah. Rose, first year, cleaning up a lot of bad draft picks. We missed on some guys. Should have had Donovan Mitchell here. Should have had, a, you know, some better players here. True. But, you know, the draft is what it is. So, one year, you got to give them some time to fix it and clean it up, man.
2: Yeah. you, so I give think, some
1: you know, you're stressing too much. It's going to be a rough season, but we Knicks, man, man, we should be used to that. At least we think we got a competent front office this time. You know, that's True. the difference.
2: True. Yeah, um, appreciate it, Terrence. You're you definitely on the money, man. Definitely appreciate the call. All right, last call of the day. I'm going to go uh, Dan from Long Island. Dan, how you feeling, man? What's good, TP? I-, I was
7: telling Dave, man, you're the only guy, only, only, only for your show, Knicks Fans TV, would I leave my television set watching Penn State, Michigan, to get on
2: the <laughs> phone with you, so... Hey, appreciate it, man. I well, didn't even know cool. they were playing, man, so I'll go check it after this anyway. Well, listen, neither team's doing well this year, but nonetheless, you know, I like my Big Ten football. Listen, just real quick.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: I know regarding Randall, who, does it really matter if Obi starts or not? You know what I mean? As long as Obi gets meaningful minutes and plays, does it really matter? You know, if Obi starts and he gets two quick fouls, he's on the bench in three minutes, we'll be screaming. Perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, the coaching staff will make that decision. As long as Randall's minutes don't interfere with Obi getting the minutes that he should be playing, I don't. I think it's a red herring. And we got to trade this cat so he has to play. He can't just sit on the bench and die. But the other thing is, GP, I, is there a real discussion that Austin Rivers should be starting on this team? I mean, he's a journeyman. I know that we, yeah. we're not exactly... 86 Celtics, but you know, Austin Rinders is a journeyman ball player. He's here to be a professional. To teach the young guys how to play. He's here to be, a, you know, be a, a, a force in the locker room, someone at practice. But Austin renders I mean, come on, you know, I mean, they, you know, I listen, it's a nice pickup, but starting, I can't even believe that's even a discussion. You know, I, I would be, shy, I would be really disappointed. If he's not the future. You know, he's here to just, like I said, get a couple of minutes and. You no, know, he's listen. I, listen, he, you know he came out of college. He was all hyped up at Duke. He's a rich kid from Santa Monica. He tries to play like he's a tough guy, whatever. Listen, let him come off the bench, play his minutes. But you know, I know a lot of people say he's a dog. He's whatever. He's a he's a he's a journeyman. You know what I'm saying? And so we'll find out what kind of dog he is. So yeah, that's just my opinion on it. But anyway, listen, CP, Thanks for taking the call, man, and uh, and have a good afternoon. We'll, I'll be listening tomorrow night. Take Enjoy
2: care. the weekend, Dan. Definitely appreciate it, man definitely appreciate it. I mean, listen, I think the thing with Rivers, yeah, he he's definitely um he's been a bench player for sure. Uh journeyman for sure. But in, in terms of guys that can just create in the half court, I mean, you really don't have many options here. You know, and depending on how you slice this thing, you could need him. You know, so he you may, he may not start, but he could be looking at situations where he's finishing depending on your matchups and what you need. So, you know, again, the the offense is going to be hard to come by with this team, man. Offense is going to be very hard to come by. But ideally, yeah, I'd I'd like him off the bench as kind of that spark. I I would definitely like him on on the bench and kind of that spark. But if you look at it, the only guys that you can really rely on, you know, from a shot creation standpoint to get their own in the half court is – Really, all outside of RJ and outside of Randall, I'm talking about you know supporting cast guys is really Austin Rivers and Burks. You know, uh, Bullock is more a stand and shoot guy, catch and shoot guy. Knox hasn't really put it on the floor that that much. Um, you know, who else you got on on there? We'll see what we'll see what quickly brings. You know, I I think they'll bring him along slowly, but maybe he makes a name for himself. But again, I, I think you could use Burks and, and Rivers. Um, you, you could make a case for them in the lineup, for sure. You could, you could definitely make a, a case for those guys in the lineup. So, let's see. Um, one more call. Let's go, let's go into overtime. Close it. Delano, what's going on, bro? You know,
5: what's going on, everybody? Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to UCP. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, I wanted to give a little context because um, I think the issue really is the past regime and I, I'll, I'll give, you know, by example. Um, the issue that we had with Julius Randall is in essence, the same issue we had with Tim Hardaway Jr. You're
4: mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm. is not a first option, but you gave him first option money. um, In doing so, again, now the mentality is I have to live up to the money that I'm getting. And... fired because now you soured fans because everybody wants to now have you in this position where the debate is whether or not you're a good player or a bad player, as opposed to if you're good or a bad fit for the team.
2: Yeah, right, right.
5: Um... Every, uh, you know, he's bad because, you know, he's, uh, you know, the ball over the spin move and all that. And I'm in that same category. I mm-hmm. feel like, again, it's
0: literally
5: just the spin move and the turnovers. It's when it commits. It's when we need that one basket, we might be in a close game and that one turnover puts us in the lost column instead of the W. Um, it's the basketball dis- IQ, the, the lack of defense, all that good stuff. But he still is a 20 and 10 guy. So you again, got guys that lean towards that as their argument the fit, but it also is yeah. about the contract and the, right. free, the front office that paid you that contract. Yep. I'll give you a, another prime example in, in, in Julius's case. Last year, signed with us he signed with new orleans for 10 million dollars on a one-year deal and again you're backing up um anthony davis so mm-hmm. there really shouldn't be any you know question as far as who starts who comes off the bench um you produce 20 and 10 even with an anthony davis still you know on the team even if he wasn't in the lineup but where did they 20 20- You know, you didn't win as many games as the previous season. So, in essence, you're worse than you were last season with this guy doing 20 and 10. Um, I just feel like at this point now, with the new front office, the one thing I'd like for us to do is maybe give um, this coaching staff the benefit of the doubt. When we go into training camp, whoever they do, should be the starter whether it's ob whether it's um whether it's let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say this is the person that we yeah. believe gives us a fair opportunity to either a compete
2: or to win got it, um got it. Appreciate it, bro. Should... I'm, I'm gonna let you go because your connection was kind of choppy but yeah I, I get what you're saying i i definitely get what you're saying you know just just give the guy um who gives you the best shot just give him a chance you know, again with Randall, again it seemed like he was a bit more insulated in in uh, New Orleans, and so he's a bit more comfortable there. Had a, had the a best year of his career there, and then again coming here, you know, um, kind of being in that number one role, yeah, that that wasn't his fit. So again, yeah, I, I think you know we we knocked a player for his deficiencies. But it may not just be him. You know, a lot of it is the fit. A lot of it is the supporting cast. So, again, you know, maybe that's just not his role. But I I get what you guys are saying, man. I get what you guys are saying on the random topic. Let's see how it plays out in camp. And tomorrow night, we'll we'll talk more about lineups, get into different scenarios that the Knicks could face themselves in. But for today, this was a good call. Good conversation, good catch up with you guys. Been been off the grid for a little bit, enjoying the Thanksgiving weekend and just kind of chilling out. But coming back to you with some news, courtesy of KnicksFanTV.com, number one show for the fans by the fans. Michael Kate gilchrist signs with the Knicks, Exhibit Ten contract, and uh, we'll see where that leaves them. They have, they still have sixteen contracts. Guaranteed, they have to get down to fifteen. Who's out? If they want to bring Gilchrist in for a, a real shot, then you have two roster spots that have to get cut. Again, who's out? There is going to be another move to be made, whether it's that's just a waving or whether that's a trade. The Knicks have been active in the margins, and that's just the bottom line of this show. Things are going to be coming in fast. Training camp starts Tuesday preseason on the 11th 11th and 13th against Detroit Pistons 16th and 18th home against the Cleveland Cavaliers so yeah we back at it man one thing's for sure good or bad win or lose you always want to come right back here number one show for the fans by the fans and that is Knicks fan TV appreciate you guys for tuning in appreciate all the mods for helping out on the fly Knicks fan TV Dave definitely appreciate it let me salute some people in the chat. Jack Rose, definitely appreciate it. Somebody in the chat says it's a rebuilding process for sure. Definitely a rebuilding process. Let me make sure I cleared out all the super chats. Evergreen G. He says, if Randall stops spinning and bringing the ball, he'll be fine. Those are both coaching issues. Tibbs will put a stop to that. You know, let's see. Don Cannon. CP, just a question. 5-on-5 five five tournament. Um... Yeah, I, I already spoke to Sim about that 5-1-5 tournament last year, but we got to see how things play out um, with, uh, you know, with the pandemic and everything. But yeah, next season, if you guys want to do that, we could definitely do something like that, kind of like a uh, like a fan league or a fan exhibition game or something like that. Yeah, I think that would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, I, I spoke to Sim about that last year, that we were trying to do it, I think this summer, but obviously with everything coming into play, it never, never came through, so... We'll see what happens, man. But I'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody be safe.